You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. We are talking about wrist straps. Everything you need to know about wrist strapping for Big Bench Press. So before we get into it, a little bit about myself. This is your first time listening. I'm Coach Ben. I'm a professional bench presser, powerlifting coach. I've been able to accrue an 820-pound bench press in competition in my career. And I have the fortune enough ability to be able to coach lifters across the globe. So I appreciate you tuning in. Again, if it's your first time, shoot me an email, coachben at bigbenches.com. I have a free gift I'd like to send you. Just shoot me over an email. Let me know. First time listening to the podcast. Really enjoyed it. If you've been listening to the podcast and you have been supporting us, thank you very much. Uh, Send that over my way by email and I will send you that free gift if you have not received it. So again, guys, we are getting into wrist wraps today. This is something that I'm super excited to talk about, all right, Uh, because it's important. It's important to have supportive equipment. You know, we're doing these big lifts. It's something that keeps us safe. It's something that aids in us pushing the limits of how much weight we could potentially lift. You know, it's it's an exciting topic, especially as someone who is a multiply bencher. You know, I, I really enjoy talking about some of those supportive equipment that's available to us to uh, help us achieve these goals. So wrist straps, let's get into it. All right, there's three main sizes you're going to find. Um, now, it could vary a little bit, but you're typically going to see your 12-inch wraps your 24-inch wraps, and your 36-inch wraps. All right, they come in very different sizes. You know, the first thing you're going to want to do is is check with whatever federation you compete in and see what length they allow because some are not going to allow 36 inches. Um, Some may have a a strict cutoff. So you got to know the rules of your federation, first and foremost, uh, when you go and purchase any equipment. All right, sometimes brands are limited, all right, but how do you know which length to buy? Well, first, do that check quick with your Fed. Make sure that you're getting a length that uh, is within the rules, but you know, in terms of what length to get, wise man once told me, my first powerlifting mentor, all right, he, I remember one time, I think we brought up the subject of, of wrist straps, and um, someone was talking about getting a new pair, wasn't sure on the length, and, and he was always like, why get less when you can have more? You know, why would you ever sell yourself short there? So you know, it always pays to have more. Why not get the bigger value uh, for your wrist wrap there? Because ultimately, you're just going to be able to cast up a little bit more. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm always under that train of thought. Yeah, 36-inch. You know, even though yeah, I could potentially see some females with very small wrists, you know, trying to max out at 24 inches, probably plenty. But again, why have less when you can have more? I'd rather have the 36 inch wrap from the majority of people and just get more revolutions out of it. All right, so I'm always going for the most that your federation allows. You know, I like long wraps. That's why we sell ours in 36, and we do have a pair that's 24. 
Okay, which wrap to buy in terms of brands? Well, again, make sure because some federations limit brands. And a lot of it, unfortunately, is just kind of a, a money grabbing scheme where you, know, you have to you have to pay into having your wraps or you know whatever equipment you, know, you have to you pay a certain fee. It's almost like a membership to have your wraps and your your everything used at, at that meet those federations. So uh, you know, unfortunately, it's just kind of like a money grab most of the times. Um, you know, it's potentially you know big money because. You know, if you buy into USAPL, I think I remember um, when Mark Bell was getting his stuff registered for USAPL, getting that all good to go. I think that cost him hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, we're talking big time bucks if you want to have your brand, you know, really out there in terms of some of the big international type of competitions, you know, IPF and whatnot. Yeah, you gotta pay good good money. Most of them are not that high price, but you know, unfortunately, it's kind of just a money grab. But um, for training, you can use any brand. But in most federations, you can pretty much use any brand. I know I'm a big RPS guy, Revolution Powerlifting Syndicate, and they don't have a limit on specific brands. Um, we do sell our own wraps and and time and time again you know I'll, I'll plug our wraps you know there's something that i use i stand by and i know the quality of so that's why i promote our wraps you know i think those are just good wraps you're gonna get anywhere or you know i wouldn't be wearing them i love our wraps i think they are top notch and i stand by them 100 percent. so you know if you want some good wrist wraps you go check out bigbenches.com we have Two pairs, two main pairs, like I said, um, and they go under the categories of, you know, really cast type wrap and a supportive wrap. You know, we call it the uh, the big bench and wrap and the multi-purpose wrap. And when you're looking for wrist wraps, it's good to have two different types of pairs. Okay, a one pair to be that casting wrap, that real supportive stiff wrap that just doesn't want to bend on you um, that's going to be great to have that type of support for really really big weights okay that's what you're going to want but typically those wraps cannot be a pain in the ass you know your, your hand's going to go numb pretty quick um, you know it's it's not going to be something that you're just going to, to leave on regularly from one exercise to the next uh, that's why we sell a multi-purpose wrap as well, and that would be like your other category of wrap if you were going to get a few wraps. You want something that you can just quickly take on and off, and, and that's why we sell it in a, a shorter length, the multi-purpose wrap, and it, it acts just like the name says. It's multi-purpose. So if you're going to go from some kind of bench accessory into an overhead press, and then maybe you're doing some dumbbell work and you just want some wrist support, Right, that's going to be the wrap for you because you're going to be able to take it off and on quickly. It's not going to be so stiff that you completely go numb. You know, it's going to feel more friendly leaving it on, so you can just wrap it up tight when you want it. You can kind of just leave it on your wrist; it's not going to get in the way. Um, just a little friendlier wrap to maneuver. All right, and then you have that big supportive wrap. That's for your big benching. Okay, so it's good to have a couple different categories of wraps like that. And that's exactly what we sell on our site. We sell our, our stiff supportive wrap and, again, our multi-purpose wrap. All right, 
Let's talk a little bit about the process of wrapping your wrists. All right, how tight should you get them? You know, I get asked quite often, you know, how tight do you wrap your wrists? You know, do you lay them on super tight? Do you uh, keep them so that you can still feel your hand? Uh, and I would tell someone, you wrap that stuff tight, okay? You wrap those wrist wraps tight. You know, I, that's always been my style. You know, wrist wrapping, knee wrapping, I lay it on tight. And loss of feeling comes with that territory, okay? That's common. That's expected. If you don't like that, don't wear wrist wraps or don't get some that are that supportive, all right? That's going to happen. You're not going to be able to feel your hands sometimes they're gonna go numb that's the whole point of having a good supportive casted wrap all right uh it's gonna cut off blood flow it's not gonna feel great yeah it's typically i'll i'll uh wear them if i'm doing speed work or something like that where i'm going set to set real quick i'll actually leave the wraps on for two three sets in a row just to challenge myself to wear them longer same with knee wraps you know i will wrap my knees and i will take my time before getting up there to squat and that's paid dividends for me just last meet yeah there was an argument on a call and it took up about five plus minutes of time where i'm just standing there in wraps people tell me hey take them off take them off you know and then we'll set them back up but you know i didn't want to take them off i got them on they're on all right uh, I just sat in my wraps. I was I was standing there waiting for all the shenanigans to pass. And it was the judges arguing and whatnot. And I'm standing there in wraps. I can barely feel my feet. I still get up there, third attempt, nail an 800-pound squat. You know, wrist wraps, same deal. Sometimes, you know, they're loading plates or something happens. And, and you don't really want to go through the process of re-wrapping your wrists. And especially when you're multiply gear. And, um, you know, you just got to get used to sitting them long. So I practice that in training, and I do encourage and, and recommend that lifters practice that in training. You know, make training harder than you're going to experience at the meet, and you're going to be all right. All right? It's important to know your wrists shouldn't move. You know, if you have a good casting on wrap that's super tight, your wrists should not move. They should not bend. Okay? If your wrists are bending, then, then, the, wrist, uh, then the wrap is not tight enough. All right, it's not casted on enough, or you're just not capturing the right areas. It's important to keep a fist when you're wrist wrapping. All right, you don't want to keep your hand completely open because a wrist wrap, right, it's going to, the whole idea is to keep your hand closed up. So make a fist and then wrap around that closed fist. Because then you're already putting the, that musculature of your form into that closed position and then wrapping upon it. It's kind of like knee wraps, right? You wouldn't want to wrap your knee uh, in a bent position, all right? You want to make sure that your leg is, is nice and straight. Typically, you want to dig the heel into the person's thigh, lift the toes up, all right? So everything is locked up there in the quad, um, and then you wrap around that tight musculature, okay? Same type of deal with wraps. You want to make sure that you have a closed fist. Important when you're wrapping to capture the back of the hand. And that's the most important part, capturing the back of the hand. And again, you have to look at some of the limitations of whatever federation you compete in. You, know, you can't, uh, sometimes I, I try to get as close to the knuckles as possible across the back of the hand. 
You know, some federations might not allow that. So, you, again, you got to really know the rules of your federations when it comes to equipment. But that's typically where I see lifters go wrong is that first wrap doesn't get enough of the back of the hand. You know, you have to cover the back of the hand because if you don't, you're not going to wrap over your palm. But if you don't get enough coverage up top, that wrist is going to bend. Yeah, you can wrap your forearm all day long, but unless you capture some of the top of that wrist and into the hand area, you know, you're not creating a good block in terms of bending your wrist. You're going to be able to bend your wrist, and that's not cool. So um, capturing the back of the hand going to be huge. Uh, then talking about the palm, you know, leaving, don't leave wrap in the palm. All right, we want to make sure that it's usually in federation rules, you can't have the wrap touching the bar. All right, and nor do we want the wrap touching the bar. That ain't going to help us. We want full contact with the bar because if you know where to place the bar when you bench in your hand, it's low. It's low in your hand, it's down there in the palm. All right, and, and we've done videos on that before. You check out on our YouTube channel bar placement uh, for the bench press and everything. It's it's down there. All right, it's down there in your palm. And if you have wrap in the way, that bar is not flush with your skin. All right, that knurling's not digging in. You, you have don't have much contact there. Don't have as good ability to torque into the bar. So important when you're wrapping, leave that area open. So if you're going to capture the back of the hand. Obviously, you're going to have to kind of twist down a little bit. So how I show lifters to wrap, and this is all on our YouTube if you want a little visual. All right, first wrap is going to be on the back of the hand. Get up close to the knuckles. Capture that mid-back of the hand. All right, and then when you come back around, you have to angle down a little bit because you have to be under the palm. So uh, keep that in mind, guys. Thumb loop. What to do with the thumb loop. All right, leave it on. Take it off. Again, some federations are going to make you take it off. You have to check within the rules. What do I recommend? I recommend you take it off anyway because it, it just comes down to more skin contact with the bar. We want that bar flush in our hand, flush in our palm. We don't want a thumb loop getting in the way and blocking that contact. All right, so might as well pop it off. And... If you know how to stretch the wrap right on the beginning, and if you look up some of our videos, you'll see how this is done. Um, don't stress the thumb loop to start because you're going to have a hard time actually taking it off after. So make sure when you get that first initial pull to get the wrap tight that you're actually stretching the wrap and not just the thumb loop. Because if you stretch the thumb loop by the time you're done wrapping and that thumb loop is on full stretch, it's going to be really tough to get off your thumb. So... Guys, take off those thumb loops, uh, something that I recommend. I don't think there's definitely no benefit to having the thumb loop stay on, but there's definitely a little benefit to uh, take advantage of by taking the thumb loop off, and, and most federations are going to make you do that anyway. So just take the thumb loop off. Make sure that you can take the thumb loop off and you're not struggling around with it afterwards. All right. When should you wear wraps? Oh, well, obviously, anytime you're going to go super heavy, you're going to want that support. That's important. But I don't want to see anyone overuse wraps as well. Okay, because wraps, like any supportive equipment, you could overuse them. It's like always relying on a belt to do any specific movements. If you constantly use a belt, it's almost like having artificial 
core. You know, strengthen your core. Uh, you want to be able to develop your intra-abdominal pressure. You want to be able to develop those midsection muscles. Uh, and if you're always wearing a belt, it doesn't allow you to do that as effectively. You know, the belt should be a way to add support when the weight's getting heavy. And uh, traditionally, early on in a training cycle, you're going to want to stay away from that stuff. And that's typically what I recommend with the wraps. And take it from me firsthand. I've gotten to a place where you know, pre- prior, I wore wraps too much. I wore wraps too much. And when I did anything with the wraps off, I was completely surprised by how bad that bar felt in my hands uh it it felt like you know i was at the time doing a little over 315 raw constantly using wraps take the wraps off 225 felt shitty in my hands you know it made a big difference i was i was honestly very surprised at um at that you know although i shouldn't have been it makes completely complete sense right it's like any supportive equipment. We don't want to overuse it. Uh, we want to still develop outside of the equipment. Okay? So don't overuse the wraps. My suggestion to you is if you're going to do any heavy work, we're going above 85%, uh, throw the wraps on. But traditionally at the early part of a training cycle, uh, just keep the, the wraps off. Keep the wraps off. Let that wrist strength develop. And not only that, but wrist wraps can oftentimes be a disguise for poor bar position. So if you're getting pain through your wrist or you're seeing your wrist get bent back and this is when you take the wrist wraps off too, um, that's a problem. We got to fix that. We have to address that. So again, guys, that's that pretty much covers it for wrist wraps. Um, go to bigbenches.com. Check out our wrist wraps, you know. I want to stress that because, again, they're wrist wraps that I use, I know the quality of, and I trust fully. And I know you're going to love them as well. A couple different wraps we sell, those 36-inch Big Bench wraps. Those are a good cast wrap, very stiff support. And then we also sell the 24-inch multi-purpose wrap. You know, and that's a uh, beautiful wrap where you can quickly – Take it on and off. It's it's very multifunctional. You can go one exercise to the next, uh, and you aren't going to have the problem of your hand falling asleep. So two different wraps for two very different training objectives, and uh, you know the best support you're going to get. Okay, the best support you're going to get hands down. Uh, Tony Carlino's bent 900 pounds in our wraps. Uh, I have benched well over 800 pounds in our wraps. I've had over 900 pounds on the bar in our wraps. You know, they hold up. They support my wrist. They are quality. So uh, I recommend them fully 100%. So, guys, check those out. And, again, thank you so much for tuning in to the BenchCast. Your support means a lot to me. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you know, all I ask in return, because we do these podcasts completely free, ad-free, uh, all I ask in return is that you leave a nice five-star review uh, You know, and, and shout us out somewhere. You know, Share with a friend. Uh, training friend that yeah, could benefit from from listening to us so uh, i really appreciate that sharing's caring gets us out there more helps us impact more lifters all right guys appreciate it thanks for tuning in to the bench cast